Hello and welcome to another episode of Game Till 5. My name is Steph and I've taken back over the podcast from my co-host Nikki. Hello. How's it going? Not bad. Good. We're recording in the same room again today and looking into your face. I'm actually looking directly in your face now. We've never done it this No. It's just happened to be the way it is and I'm not very good with eye contact. So this is fun. I'm now going to continue to just stare directly Please stop. Um, but we're, we're sat in, in my office room where I normally do my Twitch stuff which is fun. It looks like a spaceship currently which is awesome. It does. You know what? If we had some cool cameras we'd look super professional. We would. Well we missed that shot didn't we? (laughs) Missed the chance for that. We're just going to have to just pretend to be astronauts and no one's ever going to see. Yeah. Listeners just just know. Just know that we're in a spaceship right now. Slowly but surely we're becoming more and more professional. Yes. Did you know we're almost at our two-year episode? No. Well, that's exciting. I know. I can't believe we're two. We are two. We're wow. now done vomiting on ourselves, I assume. Yeah, I what suppose... we do it too? I don't know. I suppose, I suppose we should probably do something to celebrate that soon, shouldn't we? Yeah, maybe next episode. Maybe. Yeah. We'll, we'll have a think. Let us know if you want us to do anything. That would be good. Let the people decide. Yes, you decide what we do within reason. Yeah, good. I'm good sure. I'm there. sure we'll post something soon, so look out for it. But but yeah, yeah. So um, today's episode because we don't have any news. I mean, we're useless. No, I was going to say news these days is is a treat. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a treat in general. Like if I get daily news from people I know, it's a treat. Yeah. No one's doing anything continually. Nothing is happening. Year of 2020, the year of nothing, but also disaster. Yeah. Disaster and nothingness. Don't normally go together, but this year they do. So. Sounds horrendous. Um, yep, so we've got a uh, kind of a short form episode. We haven't done one in a while, so we're doing mini games. So we thought we'd do a mini episode. I didn't even plan it. Oh, it is a mini episode, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, mini games are cool. Yeah. So if you don't know our short format, and we've known this from those episodes before, um, instead of each of us having five uh, picks, we are going to split a top five, um, which means I get two, Nikki gets two, and we're going to quiz battle it for number one. Yes. Which normally means, so basically we have five questions. If Steph gets more than two right, because it's my quiz today, just so everyone knows. We haven't done one of these in a while. I'm very excited to hear my drop that I made. Everyone prepare yourselves. If you haven't heard it before, you're in for a treat. If you have heard it before, you'll know what's coming. But uh, yeah, so if, if obviously if Steph wins, she gets the top place. If I win, I get the top place. Either way, one of us loses. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going down. <laughs> so yeah. All right then. Shall I just get on with the general knowledge quiz? We start yes, with? let's do it. All right, here it goes. It's a game for five. Special General Knowledge Quiz. I forgot how good that was. Absolute work of art. We that's... need to make more drops again. It's been I a know. while. That's, that's my real voice as well. That's my, that's my bedroom voice. Yeah, she only <laughs> pulls that one out in special occasions. But very, very exciting. I'm doing the quiz. We haven't done a quiz in such a long time. I've missed quizzes. I don't know why we weren't doing them. Yeah, I'm not sure why we stopped ever stopped doing quizzes. Maybe we should just make it a thing. Yeah. Maybe we should just do a short form episode every time. Let us know if you prefer it. It'd be a lot less work. It would be. All right, so this quiz, because it's general knowledge, yeah. is always just going to be random video game general knowledge. However, this one I have centred around some of the games that we've spoken about the most and also some of your favourite games. Well, this is going to be telling. Yes. So if you lose and lose us badly, then 
fake gamer. <laughs> I'm going to be finally outed as a fake gamer. Despite the fact you're, you know, a game UI developer, fake gamer. Doesn't fake. matter. Failed my quiz. Fake. <laughs> They're going to be removed from my studio forcefully. I'll send them a strongly worded letter. I'll let them know what happened. And evidence they will... from this podcast. I'm sure they'll be very agreeable with That's me. That's it. I will be out. So no pressure. Only my whole life depends on it. Yeah. Good. So. Mistakes I like. Number one. Yeah. How many festivals... Does Pelican Town in the game Stardew Valley have each spring? Each spring? So just spring? Yes, it's a multiple choice, so don't worry. Oh, okay. I'm not going to remember the letters, so make sure you say the actual thing. But is A, three, Mm -hmm. B, two, C, one, or four, zero? Spring. Spring is your first one, and I can only remember the flower dance. So I'm going to go with one. Is that your final answer? No, it's not. <laughs> I'm going with I'm going with two. Is that your final answer? Yeah. It is indeed two. Oh, I remember the egg hunt. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was going to say, how can you forget the egg hunt? Gosh, you're the fucking egg hunt. I've blocked it from my memory. I think it's that traumatic <laughs> for me. So, question two. Which of these bugs is not available to catch in Animal Crossing New Horizons? Now, you got this question because you're good with bug catching, but I'm hoping to catch you out. It's been a while since I've bug catched, but let's let's try is it so it's one that's not available right is it a the jewel beetle b the goliath beetle c tiger beetle or d wait have i missed a letter no d the titan beetle so jewel beetle goliath beetle tiger beetle titan beetle which one can you not catch which one doesn't exist in the world of animal I, crossing i don't think the titan beetle exists is that your final so answer i think i've caught all the others yeah correct yes. damn it I know my bugs. (laughs) Right. Number three. What is Ganondorf's last name? Oh, shit. Is it A, Dragmire, B, Mandrag, C, Agonim, or wait, no, I missed another letter again. I'm terrible at quizzes. Is it, or is it Grimoire? Four there. A, B, C, D. I don't actually think I know this. Dragmire, Mandrag, Agonim, or Grimoire? Ganondorf Grimoire. Incorrect. No. It's Dragmire. Dragmire. Yeah. So, you haven't got that one, but you've still got two more chances to get the number one spot. I just need one, don't I? Yes. Okay. I'm thinking that you're going to get these, so I'm already accepting my defeat. Uh, Question four. In Final Fantasy IX, what is Beatrix's sword called? Do you know this off the bat? Um... I can give you the multiple choice. Give me the multiple choice, but I think I know it. Is it... Nice I'm going to stop with the lettering, because apparently I'm not very good at the alphabet. Yeah. Royal Defender, Save the Queen, Exalibur, or Lazarou? Save the Queen. God damn it. You've won the top um, spot. Yeah. Do you want to know what the fourth question was? Yeah, anyway? let's do the last question. For, for an extra point, for no apparent reason. Just what is the green diamond in The Sims called? What is the green diamond called? Yeah. Is it A has a name? Green Diamond. B Plum Bob. Three Green Crystal. Or four Crinkle. Oh, I'm gonna go with Plum Bob. I think I started like off at A and then went A, two, a, three. A. Oh fuck it. You're going with Plum Bob? Yeah. Correct. Plum Bob. Yeah, it's it called Plum Bob, yeah. So there you go. That's the quiz. Is it Plum Bob? I I didn't from? I didn't look it up into it to be fair. That's interesting. But now I want to know. Yeah, now that's the thing we need to know about. 
Um, I don't know. Doesn't seem well. seem to be telling me, but apparently an actual plumb bob or a plummet is a weight usually with a pointed tip on the bottom. So, I fuck knows. New things, facts. I mean, I guess it's a word, so they didn't just make it up first. No. Language. So anyway, congratulations. Yeah. That's my number one spot, dead and should, buried. I should really just have the trumpets on cue from you. The... Should actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay, they'll go in there. <laughs> I'm still going to mention my number one on my own mentions, though. So. That's fine. You can do that. Okay, thank as you. As long as it doesn't steal my one spot. No. But if that does happen... A man enters the room and does this. Oh! We should also actually play the other drop and get into this shit right now, shouldn't yeah, we? Yeah, let's do it right now. What are you buying? How about a game of lucky hit? Yes, it does mean you're going first. Sweet. All right, then. So my number five is uh, minigames, as we're talking about. Uh, the minigames from Taiko no Tatsujin, Drum and Fun. Got yeah, That is a cool game. Yeah. Uh, for those of you who don't know what uh, Taiko no Tatsujin is, it's a rhythm drum game. It's very Japanese. Um, I think it's existed in Japan for a really long time. Um, and it has arcade games. You might have seen someone playing a giant version on an arcade machine on a video and just destroying. But I have it on my Switch, and it's a fantastic little rhythm game um, that has lots of lovely Japanese music in it. But the good, one of the fun parts of this is the mini games, um, mostly because they make no sense at all. No goddamn sense. You won't know what you're doing for a really long time, and that makes it quite funny when you're playing it. Um, because it's a rhythm game, you know, normally, like, so in the regular part of that game, you have, like, the buttons come along a bit, like, all those kind of things, Guitar Hero, Rock Band. You see a thing come towards the end of your little row, and then you press the button in time with it. The regular game is like that. The mini games give you no hint that you're supposed to be on the beat, or, like, where the beat oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you just have to kind of guess from the music and just press the buttons along. So it's, you have to be quite musical, like like musically in tune to kind of get along with this game yeah which was not what i was when i first played it at yours i think we only really played the mini games or but for to begin with yeah there was no cue there was nothing i just had to go with this beat and it was it was a shit show it's hard it's not a, it's not a good beginner rap like it's just like straight vertical I can't believe you, like... put, you put me in that i've never played it before here you go it's because it's the funniest thing to look at. <laughs> it's like the one I think we showed Nikki of the mini games was like the one where you dance around the pole in the middle, and it's just a little bunch of drums with faces like doing a dance. Which in itself like, was quite terrifying yeah. to watch. And the music in it is fantastic. It's just some little voices in Japanese going. Da, 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 I felt like I joined a cult. Da, da, da. Yeah, it is. It's like you've stepped into a cult. You don't know what's happening. People are just making you do things in time, and you're not sure It's why. basically the Wicker Man, but in a cute Japanese game. <laughs> not the bees! <laughs> um, yeah, exactly. That's, that's a perfect description of this game. Um, or Midsommar, something similar to yeah, that. Dancing around a pole. Yeah, yeah, just kind of things. Um, you're really selling it. Yeah, it's great. You join a cult. 
at two, and then you eat. You can do things like eat ramen. Um, oh, that sounds fun. Set off uh, fireworks is one of them. Like mochi, you know, typical yeah. like hammering mochi. You can do that. Uh, hammering mochi. Yeah, like the way you make mochi, you know, the stuff yeah. is like you you the traditional ways you pound it. It's like oh. people like mallet. I didn't know that. You should watch a video. It's great. It's I really will. interesting. There's people like there's one person who has to dive their hand in and grab the mochi and turn it. Well, another person hammers and he's got to do it. Well, I have a whole new appreciation for mochi now, so yeah. that's good. Man, you got to get onto videos. Um, we've digressed into mochi, but <laughs> it's it's a great set of mini games. Um, if it gives you no clue what goes on, but you feel really rewarded when you finally work it out. Um, other than that, there's not a whole much to say about Taiko no Tachujin. Um, the only fact that I had about this game was that um, apparently this is the first one that's ever been set, like, released in Europe. So oh. there's a reason we've never So there is more? There's loads of them, oh. but they've just never been over here before. So that was the first one. I think it's also on PlayStation you can buy it. Um, oh, cool. But yeah, I'd recommend on the Switch. It's a nice little Switch game. I, to be honest, playing it yours, I've now decided I wanted it, but yeah. I'll add it to the list of games that I want but shouldn't buy exactly sounds good uh yeah so that's my awesome. number that was unexpected it's a weird one but i thought i'd set off by being weird i feel like i've also got weird ones i don't feel like i've you know how sometimes you go on google and you look at like other people's top five or top 10 or top 20 yeah. i feel like none of mine are on there mentioned no normally i, I am feeling. but yeah. yeah okay well that's interesting so my number four, four is a game that I played very recently, but also played a little bit when I was younger. And so I remembered this well, and I experienced it again the other day, which is a game called Viva Piñata. And the mini game uh, yeah. is the sex maze. Viva Piñata's sex mazes are a thing of wonder. And also you're a bit like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. So to give a little bit of a backstory, Viva Piñata was released in 2006. So it's, it's fairly old now. It's Xbox 360. Yeah. Uh, you basically have to look after like a garden full of, pinata animals and it's a ruthless world but we'll get into it another time i have been streaming it recently um basically the pinatas can mate so they can you know have have sex and whatnot um but to do that they end up having you have to do a mini game to get them to to get jiggy with it basically and the mini games will like change and depend on the species that are mating so like often they'll have like different patterns so i think the worm one is shaped like a worm um, and then there's like another one where it's like for the smell bar I think it has the face of like a man sniffing so that the mazes look cool in themselves but you kind of got to like navigate the the animal to the other one without hitting like bombs but there's also coins to collect which obviously you want because money 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 um, while before you get to the sexy mate time mm. so yeah and it's just it was just quite a fun thing I just feel like it's just adds like a little bit of a level an extra thing to the game yeah. um, and then after that they do they do a sexy dance yeah I say sexy dance it's not really sexy but you know it's what I mean it's just a dance it's sexy to them yeah I mean <laughs> we know what they're doing but if you played it as a young child you probably wouldn't and that's kind of the key of why they're yeah. doing it there is, a, there is a timer as well so I just want it does that it is somewhat stressful in some ways but mm. it's fun it's quite a ruthless uh, meeting ritual bombs and fire yeah exactly quite apt of the real world yeah <laughs> it's like being on tinder I mean, hit a bomb, yeah, catch fire. Might, it might be all right, but um, <laughs> I finally get to do the sexy dance. I guess there's not love. really much else to say about it because I couldn't find any facts about the sex mazes. They're not really called sex mazes, by the way. Don't Google that. Um, <laughs> you will end up in a diary. <laughs> they're just called like romance mazes or like you know 
that kind of thing. But it just it just stuck out to me, and I just I just thought it was one of those ones that's just quite a welcome mini game because some mini games that I saw online that people were picking, I was like, they're just not not like some of the ones for example like Mass Effect some of like the door things and Bioshock door oh. things I'm like I didn't enjoy that that was just a hindrance that annoyed me like yeah. I couldn't be bothered to do something every time I want to walk through a door or fall out I'm not a big fan of the, the codes to get in the fallout computers like it's just a stress I want to do any game that I enjoy whether it be related to sex for pinatas or not <laughs> it was just enjoyable yeah um I, honestly, that's like the shortest one I've ever had in my life. I mean, I like it. I'm I'm with you on the the sex mini games. I had it in my honourable mentions. Did you? Oh, yeah, cool. Because I really enjoy like your little mission of love. You have to go through. <laughs> that's what. Yeah, that's a better way of describing it. I made it sound like a barbaric mating ritual. Um, yes, mazes of love. Maze, <laughs> like the bushes of love. Yeah. So that that's it. That's that's a very short and sweet number. I feel four. like we're gonna fly through this episode because what is there to say about mini games other than they're great? It's fun. Yeah, there's not really much. I mean, my next one might have I might have a lot to say about that. All right, well that's good. Okay, so my number three, yep, yeah, um, is again I think actually I'll talk about this one for a bit longer. Is uh, the Tetra Master from Final Fantasy Nine, and I know you've maybe started playing this recently, so I don't know if you would have gotten here yet. I played that game a lot when I was younger, but my memory of it is bad, so I haven't got there yet. I can't remember that one. Okay. So in Final Fantasy Nine, about... Um, I don't want to say halfway through. It's, I think, within still in the first disc or second disc. You basically get um, a card game. It's a card game um, battler. You end up collecting cards um, uh... and then having to do like a set little mini-game battle with them. Uh, it's not an essential part of the game at all. Um, it just kind of is like a light relief to what's going on in the storyline um, and you can talk to like some more minor characters and stuff and do things um, there's about a hundred cards that you can collect within the game so that again like another side mission is to go around and get all of these throughout the game mm. um, mostly you have to I think you get quite a lot of them through battling or through um, the other mini game in Final Fantasy 9 which is the Chocobo Hong Kong which is great um, but I was weirdly addicted to Tetra Master so it was the, the actual game itself is like between two players you're against like one other person and you're on a four by four kind of square grid um and there's blank spaces on there and then basically you take it in turns to place a card on the grid which is fairly simple but the idea is that each card normally has like a picture of a monster on it from like the world or some other objects and stuff like that um a value like a score kind of on it and then around the edges um and the corners there will be a couple arrows so some will have like arrows on all sides some will only have one on one side or on two of the corners um and basically you place it down and then whatever if that arrow is pointing towards another card when you place it so if someone else has placed a card like down in the very middle square and you place one above it with an arrow pointing towards it they'll kind of fight so it's like it's quite complicated if there's an arrow i think pointing towards your card and you're like you have two matching arrows pointing at each other you'll kind of do a head-by-head like battle and then whichever value is stronger, basically whichever card is stronger will win. Um, If it doesn't have an arrow meeting another arrow, whoever's the arrow will just destroy the card. And basically it's a mission to take over the whole board. So when you have um, captured all the cards, if you want to capture all of them and all the spaces in the most like room, then you win and you win the opponent's cards. So that's how you gain some more cards quite quickly and some really strong cards. it's quite a challenging game. I think I got kind of okay at it, but I don't think I was ever very good. Like, 
I really wanted to finish it, but it's difficult. Like, start getting to really challenging mm. missions and stuff. So if you'd said card game, Final Fantasy Night, I would have been like, God, yeah. So, right. I I suck at any card games in games. I can't play Gwent. I never even tried. Like, I figured out a bit, and then I was like, no, can't do it. Final Fantasy VIII, you think that I would love that card game, which is very, I think, very similar to Final Fantasy IX's card yeah. game. Shitted it, don't understand it. Tried to get my head around it, just can't. Um, same with Final Fantasy IX. I remember it, and I remember trying it. I Maybe I'll try again this time. But I just, I don't know whether it's because I don't have the patience. My brain doesn't like card games, anything when numbers are involved, anything like strategic. My brain just goes, nope. Yeah. Um, but I really want to, and I really want to understand Gwent as well. I just, I just don't. I just... Should... Oh. You can teach me. I'll teach you. I will teach you that. You should try Hearthstone as well. Yeah. I think if you play a bit of Hearthstone, which is slightly easier, more Blizzard friendly, so it's like open to a lot more people, yeah. you'll get Gwent and things yeah. because they're very similar and they follow on a very similar pattern. Yeah. Um, the thing is, I yeah, I I love card games in real life. It's yeah. not like I'm like me Nikki, me stupid. Like I, it's no. just sometimes I think if I'm playing an RPG, I don't want to then have to like really try and figure out the side mini game and I think yeah. that's that's where my simple brain comes in where it just goes me one sex dungeon maze <laughs> <laughs> and the time consuming this is quite a time consuming yes, side project it. within yeah. a very long game itself like Final Fantasy IX like I said I think I've attempted to try and finish it um, and get all the things and beat everybody but I don't think I ever have I think I've given up um, quite a few times because it's it's, it's quite an endeavour it's, it's like yeah. you said you're also playing an RPG which is just intense anyway yeah so it's like unless you're really really enjoying it and you find yeah. it quite easy it's not an extra fun thing to do. i think that's why whenever i see any kind of card game in rpgs i just go heck no don't have time for that, that um but yeah i i will try i i think i might sort of definitely try with final fantasy 8 because i'm kind of replaying that at the moment and apparently that card game is actually amazing as well um and oh uh, yeah i'll try i'll try but it's a good pick though i, I think it's a great thing for a game to have something that people can get so addicted to on the side as the main game. I think it's it's a really good thing to have. Mm. Yeah, because like you mentioned Gwent, and I know a lot of people loved Gwent. I never really got into it. I, again, The Witcher was so long and so in-depth that mm. I didn't have time to go around gathering all these cards and doing all these card missions. I was just like, no, I, fuck yeah. that. I think as well, you could literally challenge anyone to a card game, and that was too much for me. I was yeah. like, no... I don't like the I'd like it when I think it was in in 9 you couldn't challenge everyone and in 8 I think you can challenge just a certain amount of people Mm. but to be able to challenge everybody in the whole world I was like that's just that fills my brain with just like that I'll have to challenge every single human in The Witcher yeah and I'd probably be 99 by the time I do that yeah there's just too many cards too many things and the fact that they've created a whole other spin-off game of Gwent now Mm. like a standalone thing which I've never tried I really wanted to um, because I do really enjoy online card games um but it's, yeah, it's one of those things where I'm just like, I was really addicted to Hearthstone and I'm like, you know, when you're kind of in one card game, you're like, yeah, I've collected enough there. I don't need to go and do it again no. on a totally separate thing. Like, that's just too much work for me. Yeah. Um, yeah, but Tetra Master, like you said, is a good thing and it was better than Blitzball in 10. So that's why I got my That's vote. not on your list then. That's not. That's okay. the worst one ever. That's in the Antichrist. Some people may games. disagree with you. I don't care. Just chuck <laughs> it. Um, <laughs> I have a couple facts about uh, Tetra Master, actually. And that is apparently an online version existed of the game. You could go and play. And it was on like Square Enix's like online hub. Apparently they had one mm-hmm. around the PlayStation 2 era. It was like 2003 to 2010. Uh, but apparently the game never became popular on there either. Um, 
people were just not into Tetramaster okay. as much as uh, I think I would have liked them to be. Um, but also, apparently, you can buy a physical card game. See, that's what I like. I really like physical card games. And I think if there was more of that, then I'd be into it because I, I'm weird. I'm one of those people that needs to like see stuff and hold it and see it. Like yeah. when I see a card game on like a, a screen, I'm just, I get really bleh by it. Whereas I think to have it in person, that's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Um, it was only released in Europe as well, which was very cool oh, nice. and weird. Uh, in 2001. So I don't know how rare yeah. to get hold of I mean, that. I mean, eBay. Let's, let's find out. Okay. Let's go on to eBay now. So I, I found the Tetra Master card game on eBay and uh, this one is worth £289.99 plus £13 postage (laughs) so I guess that's how much they're going for um yeah I think it's quite a rare thing it would be yeah if it came out in 2001 and it's not nine itself isn't the most popular one like it's also not the most popular like side game Mm. but I guess the the, you know the the less of something that's been released the more popular it becomes and rarer it becomes if that makes sense so well then there you go yeah number three all right well, that means we're on to my... number two jesus christ quickest, quickest top five ever i hope you're enjoying it right because it's going to be over soon um <laughs> mine is a weird one a really weird one actually i have spoken about this game before but it's not like it's not in really in my top five game of anything really but it's uh, it's from the game Banjo Kazooie Nuts and Bolts, which interesting. Did you play this one? I can't remember. This was I, the vehicle one. Yeah, I think I attempted to play it a couple times, but I never got very far because mm-hmm. I was just really off put by the fact that I had to build this vehicle. I loved I building it. cars; they were quite fun in the end. Oh, really Not something that I ever thought I would say, but um, but there was a mini game within this game, um, and it was because there was I think there was actually quite a few mini games in this game, but mm. this one was in uh, in Klungo's arcade. Do you remember Klungo? Klungo is the big ape, right? Is that Klungo? So Klungo was Gratilda's first, who was like the oh the green guy. Yeah, yeah. First faithful minion in the Banjo Kazooie series. I think the first one. He's green and he's like an ogrey troll thing. Um, he creates machines to help Gratilda and everything. So. Um, apparently he he likes to make video games so he he basically created a game in the arcade and um, and that and that's what you play but he I, I, don't, I think maybe it's mentioned a few times in some of the other games that he's off like making video games and he likes doing stuff like that but so the reason why I put this game in here is because it was the most frustrating game I've ever played like mini game I've ever played but it was so addictive and I wanted to do it so much so I just kept playing it and playing it and playing it but it was also I say it was frustrating and addictive but it was also very endearing and very charming Mm. so this the game is called Klungo Saves World because his spelling isn't great but it's adorable I love it um so Tet is T like the it's spelled like T E H. Yeah. Um and I really like it because when you go into it it has all the levels and like the first one's called like to holes, to stairs, to baddies, because each of those things describes what the level is. So it's effectively kinda of like an NES eight bit game of you play Klungo and you jump like over platforms or you jump over enemies and it all the screen moves so quickly. Um and he like continuously runs to the right carrying a globe, which is the world. <laughs> so he's saving the world. Um <laughs> 
but he it, he hasn't tested the game properly so it's very hard and it sometimes crashes like purposely crashes and you have to start all over again which is again is quite funny so there's a lot of patience is needed um but it's just like the way that they've done it just the fact that like he's made it and it's all written in his way of speaking as i said it just makes it really really endearing it is really tough and i remember wanting to throw the controller through the screen a few times but i remember also just really wanting to complete it all just because i found it was the whole thing really hilarious and so i think that's why it made the list just because yes it was frustrating and very typical of those old school platformers where it's frustratingly hard mm. but yeah everything around it just kind of made me go like just thought it was cool yeah fucking clungo that sounds amazing actually yeah. like i'm a little sad that i've never played that yeah. part of it but that's rare for you. Like, I feel like they do do a lot of those kind of, like, in-game kind of hilarious little side things. Yeah. Um, which I really, really appreciate. So I actually had a few facts for this. This is the only one I had facts oh, nice. on, which is which is quite impressive. But um, apparently, I can't remember this. It was a long time ago since I played it. But in the credits, every position is credited as Klungo, including special thanks and additional thanks. All with misspellings, of course. And at the end, it just says, Hero Klungo saves to universe. So, Aww. yeah, it's really, adorable. it is really adorable. He is a bad guy and he is kind of the enemy, but yeah. it is just adorable. He's making these games and, and everything like that. He always felt bad for Klungo, though. Klungo was mistreated little. Yeah, Klungo has talent, man. Klungo yeah. makes games. So, my only other fact is that apparently in Banjo-Tooie, Klungo states that he goes off to make stupid games in Banjo-Kazooie, Nuts and Bolts. This is clearly proven true because obviously that's when he was going off and doing it. So, yeah, I just... As I said, not one that I've ever seen anyone mention ever. In fact, most of the things I saw when I Googled it were, I hate this game. I hate this minigame. It's the worst minigame ever. Klungo sucks. But I'm like, no, Klungo. Klungo made an effort. He made a game. I like those kind of minigames, though, where it's just a bit like... There's a lot of effort being put into this Yeah, game. a lot of thought. Yeah, and it's just like... It's really frustrating, but you're so, like you said, you're so addicted to them. And mm-hmm. you just, you're like, I have to do this. I yeah. have to do it. And it was short and sweet as well. It didn't, it didn't go on for too long. Like, there was only, like, eight levels, I think. And you didn't have to do it if you didn't want to. But I think just the nature of it, you were like, well, this is achievable. Like, I can do it. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think I like, I like a lot about minigames. Like, I don't, I don't want there to be too much. I want to be able to come in and out and go, right, I did it. Yeah. Give me some, like good stuff for doing it mm-hmm. but yeah yeah oh that's really cool alright yeah. then so um honourable mentions we should do honourable mentions yeah I say that we can probably talk a lot about these because we've got time yeah I think so we've raced through this episode it's probably going to be one of our shortest episodes ever so you're welcome guys <laughs> we'll do we'll do a longer one for our celebratory two years yeah exactly we're just gearing gearing up to it yeah, so I actually don't feel like I've got that many honourable mentions, though. Um. Uh, I'm just remembering some now. So oh, okay. Adding them to my list, just so that we've got In real time. Um, a couple more to talk about. Um, but yeah, uh, do you want to go first? Okay, so I'll mention my actual, my old my number one that's died. Oh, yeah. That is no longer to be, but I won't talk about it too long, despite the fact we've got time. Uh, sorry, I sound really bitter, don't I? Yeah, you do. <laughs> And that is the price that you pay for losing the I might be able to talk really quickly. No, you're not going to do the whole thing. (laughs) All right, I've won the opportunity to talk about my game. All right, okay. So my honorable mention that I was going to use, which I'm just going to say clearly, and explain a little bit about why, but not much, just a sentence, (laughs) was the the horse jumping game in Lon Lon Ranch. 
Oh yeah. So I have Ocarina of Time. Sorry. Ocarina of Time uh, mini games in general because there's quite a few yeah. in Ocarina of Time and they're all great. But yeah, horse Ocarina. The one where Epona does it because it's not the one where you have to do it to get out. It's just the one where you're just kind of doing it around them. Yeah, she just does it like with a timer. I just, I think I just really enjoyed it as a kid because mm. I really liked riding a horse and I like jumping over stuff. And um, and I would have more to say about it if I had one more one. So that's what I'm gonna say. Yeah, that's fair. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna talk a bit about those, the rest of the Ocarina of Time ones though, because I had fishing. I used to spend so much time that fishing. was nearly gonna be my number one, but then I realised I think I preferred the horse. That's fair. I also had like Bombchu Alley was fun. Yes. I really liked Bombchu Alley. I hated the anything to do with. Um, like the slingshot or archery, because I was just terrible at them. Oh, I didn't like slingshot one, no. Didn't like that one. For those, but um, yeah, bomb, bomb shoes was good. good. There was a maze one too, or something like there that. There was, but it was quite simple. Like, so once you'd done it, it was kind of it. Yeah. I think I remember that one doing it. But um, yeah, Zelda has quite a few like little mini games within. I was thinking there's games. there's lots in Majora's, and I think there's there's a lot in Wind Waker as well. Yeah. I can't really remember any, but I know they're there. <laughs> Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, there's so, even in the new one, um, new one or the remake of Link's Awakening. There's a, like a little kind of grabbery one mm. that's not quite like a mini game, but it's a little bit of a chance one. Yeah, it's quite good in there. Um, but yeah, Ponya's good. Yeah, Ponya's good. Um, any other ones in your honourable mentions? Yeah, so I had Zelda fishing, which I've just gone over. Yeah. Um, my other one was Final Fantasy VII Jim Remastered. Oh, so not yeah, the original one with the squat game because that was like fairly simple but the one in the new remaster Final Fantasy 7 where you go to the gym and you're with all the guys and you have to do the, the pull-ups yeah. and I think you have to do the squats, squats and pull-ups you do squats, pull-ups do you do a third one as well? or am I thinking of something else? I think the third one might just be like harder rounds of yeah, them I think it's just, just the squats lot. and the pull-up I think but I just quite enjoyed it it's all just sort of like cutie kind of like just pressing press response but just the way that it looks is a lot better. And it's quite fun. And to be fair, I got very frustrated and I had to get someone else to actually do do the do it for me because I couldn't, because I'm shit at it. But it was just quite fun. Yeah, I quite like doing those. I did all of them apart from like the hardest one on the pull-ups. I can't do that one. I'm, you know when you just know it's going to take you a few really frustrating hours yeah. and you'll get it, but the time I think that. that's where my bad coordination comes into play. Like the bad coordination I had when I played that drum game. <laughs> you're number five um i'm really bad at like coordination so but it's it's still fun i, I still really enjoyed it and i appreciated the background music and all the voice acting for it and everything it was done very well yeah uh to go on final fantasy 7 as well yes the original had some good mini games as well i also had the moogle flying game yeah. down it's not really like a hard game and to be honest with you I, it was probably harder than me than it should have been when I was younger. I, yeah, it was, I, found it really I didn't know what I was doing. I was just throwing nuts at this Moogle and it just wasn't having any of it. Yeah. And then I remember replaying it when I was a bit older and I was like, this is the easiest thing I've ever seen in my life. I just feed it some Koopa nuts and it flies. But isn't it the right amount? You have to feed yeah, it. you have to feed it the right amount. But it's also like, I don't know. I feel like it's difficult to get it wrong. But as we, a child, we, we did. Terrible. We yeah. did, yeah. We did many times. Um, yeah. trying to think of that as well I guess there was the Final Fantasy 7 Chocobo Racing which I don't again I don't think I was very yeah. good at as a kid but that's in there there's also um, it's all the Gold Saucer games there's loads of Gold Saucer yeah because there's um, a bike and a snowboard Snow- oh I like the snowboarding one snowboarding was that good. was good yeah I, I love the darts oh there's darts in the new Final Fantasy like remake yes darts was alright darts was alright um, let's let me on to my next one which is um would you like to play a game of Lucky Hit? <laughs> yeah, we can't not talk about it, <laughs> shall 
Uh, Lucky Hit is on my on my honorable mentions, despite the fact that it's the most frustrating thing in the entire world. <laughs> I streamed it not long ago, um, where I was trying to earn money playing Lucky Hit with customers, as as Rio Hazuki, and um, and I was losing every single game. When it is a game of luck, <laughs> really it is. It's a game of luck. Yeah. You put a ball down a board full of nails, and um, and it really, you know, you should. At one point, get a winning one. I didn't. Gosh, I lost all never, my money. Never got it. There's quite a few mini games in Champion as well. Yeah, like, some of them. Go to the arcade and play a bunch. I was going to mention the arcade. That's what brought me onto it in Final Fantasy. The, the arcade is very fun. I did enjoy. I did enjoy some of the arcade games. Yeah. So Shenmue's good for that. I, lo- I love being able to go in a real world arcade in a game and playing games. I think that's yeah. a cool. It's a cool mechanic. Yeah, Pokemon has a has a couple, but normally the mini games are always not. I don't particularly like Pokemon mini games. that are like if they're just in a regular series, like unless it's yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I think I just guessed it. Number one. Yeah. Um. Yeah. In in the series, there's like just like casinos almost they're not really mini games they're more like luck casinos yeah. same with stardew i do not like stardew's mini games so i was that was on my own mentions the stardew mini games because i really like fishing oh fishing i don't see as a mini game i'm talking about the ones in the arcade uh, the arcade cabinet like the shooting oh one and the, the junimo jump thing yeah they were both impossible i fucking hate the junimo jump thing yeah. i like Worst the prairie ones. king one i think that's not too bad it's terrible but the jumping one I played once and I couldn't do and I gave up. There's also the casino in the desert. Have you spent much time in there? Yeah, I don't think I've done much in there. No, it's hard. It's it's just like it's like playing all of those things, um, like blackjack and stuff. Yeah. So again, it's just luck kind of based stuff. My final honorable mention is from Saints Row Two, which had a lot of like su- they're hard to call mini games, but they had a lot of side quests where you do like little bits and bobs. And I guess some of them you could probably refer to as a mini game. Yeah. But one of the most hilarious mini games was one called insurance fraud where effectively you had to jump in front of cars and damage yourself as much as possible um to get like insurance That's amazing. um and it was just involved a lot of like flinging your body around flying around like yeah. the world and stuff just getting hit by shit and just, just yeah it was it was really entertaining and so i wanted to mention it but nice. yeah what are your honorable mentions um so we've mentioned most of mine like talking through um with yours i had a lot of the same things um and some we've spoken about like gwen and the pinata sex mazes the last one though i have to mention is um in i think it was like super mario 3d world they introduced toads like it's basically Toad's Treasure Tracker, which they now made a whole game of. Okay. But in the uh, 3D world, that was just like little side, little extra levels that you could do. Mm. Um, and I kind of treated them as like a mini game, and I was always so excited to get them. They were just great fun. They're kind of, if you've not really played it, it's like a little, uh, you have like basically like a 3D kind of diagram that you look down on, and you've got to move Toad around and get to a mm. star. You've kind of got to twist it around and see where he can walk and press a button it's really simple but they're really nice and really fun um so i'd recommend the whole treasure tracker i find that really difficult to say treasure tracker toad's treasure tracker toad's treasure tracker oh that is yeah that is hard well (laughs) we haven't even had wine this evening no we haven't we're completely sober um yeah so i think that's all of our honorable mentions it's all of mine it's all yours? That's all of mine. Unless I suddenly think of any. But that's it now. Done. Can't, can't speak anymore. No, we've exhausted that. That's spent another five minutes. Um, let's talk about... Your number one, number one, which can I guess it? Yeah, you can guess it. I don't know if I'm going to get the name right, but it's the Pokemon game where you play the mini games. Yeah, it's Pokemon Stadium 2 mini games. I'm very specific in the fact that it's Pokemon Stadium 2 because of that. It's okay. the one I had on N64 and I still have now. So tell us about it. Um, for those of you who don't know, 
so Pokemon Stadium is uh, a game that was on 64, and it was basically just like a way to you to fight in 3D. It allowed you to have 3D Pokemon battles. Um, that was mostly the part of the game. However, they both had a section of mini games, and the one that I enjoyed most was on number two. Um, and it's basically just a series of weird games that you can play either by yourself or in a group, and you can do like championships. Um, and they're just the best things in the world. Um, they're made up of about 12 games and a quiz if you need to like quiz off, because everybody <laughs> likes to quiz off. Um, the games are called Gutsy Golbat, which is like a game where you play as a Golbat flapping around. Uh, Topsy Turvy, which I can't, I think it's like an APOM and you spin around. Uh, Clear Cut Challenge, which is your favourite, which is like you got to chop the oh, yeah, you've got to chop the log time. at the right time. Yeah. Uh, Ferret's Frolic, which is like a little game with ferrets balls. Um, Barrier Ball, which is... <laughs> so many balls. So many balls. All the balls. Barrier Ball, which is like, um, plays Mr. Mime and you have a little shield yeah. and you just got to bash the person's stuff. Uh, Pichu's Powered Plant, which is like a bad bush Oh, game. I don't like that one. No, it's difficult. Rampage Rollout, which is like a little race game. It's mm. like a little, yeah, rolling game. Um, Steaming Stampede, which is one of my favourites, was like a counting game. Yeah, so all the Pokemon like run across the screen at a time and you have to count them. Yeah. yeah. It'll be like, count all the Pikachus and then a bunch of Pokemon. Are I love the noise you get from it, where it's like, because everyone's buttons make a noise when you click it, so you just hear like, boop, 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 through the whole time of the game. Yeah, so the best part about that, was that game in particular is that if you play with um, CPUs in there, you'll, oh, yeah. they will be about five minutes behind everyone else. Boop, so everyone else will be like, boop, boop, boop. counting as they go, like, just do, 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 like constantly. And then they'll just wait until the far last like two seconds and then just go boop. When there's boop, nothing boop, even on the screen. Boop, boop. <laughs> like they've just remembered all of the things they've just been counting in their heads. Um, so that's quite fun. Uh, Delibird's Delivery, where you play as a Delibird and you just pick up stuff and deliver it to the other side of the screen. Eager Eevee, which is like a fastest finger kind of Oh, thing. I like that one, yeah. And my favourite, the king of all the mini games. I knew this would be the last one. <laughs> Egg Emergency. In so- which you play as a Chansey. And you just catch eggs falling from the sky and just kind of have to wiggle back and forth and avoid some uh, volatiles. So if anybody knows Steph in real life well enough, you'll know that this is the one game that if she ever had to challenge you for something, like, I don't know what it would be, like, I challenge you to a duel, she would always bring up Egg Emergency and she will win. Yeah. I don't even know how because that game is fucking hard, but she manages to nail it every time. It's that game, if I was ever had to challenge Death, for yeah. my life <laughs> that's the game I pick like people pick chess you know you run out to, you run to get your N64 <laughs> like, I'm playing this <laughs> this is my chosen one yeah it's it's been in our lives for a very long time it's almost like Steph's child that's been ingrained in our lives for such a long time <laughs> ever since I've known long. you it's like it's always there in the corner of the room <laughs> it's true I've just never let it go I can't believe I didn't clock this would be the, your number one sooner how could it not be how could it not it's just the best game in the world. The fun- it's just chances yeah. with eggs, but I just love it. The funniest thing about this game in general is I don't even associate this game with its mode that it's meant to be played in. Like, I don't even know. I've never even seen you play the main game. I've never seen anyone play the main game. I've only ever seen the mini games <laughs> of this game. Like, for as well as it made as well. That's why I just called it, like, Pokemon mini games. I'm like, I don't... Yeah. What, what even is a stadium? I've not even seen a stadium. I mean... I think I played the actual mode like twice and then I've gone, this isn't the minigame, so what's the point in this? Like, it's, it is literally just a Pokemon battle, just fighting against another trainer. And it's only really, I 
feel like challenging if you're going to play against um like someone you know it was kind of designed mm. to be one of those kind of like against other yeah. people and online was kind of a thing and link battles and stuff so the actual game is probably great fun and people have probably had a great time but i've just ignored it all the time and just forever played mini games we actually played this game the other day yeah we tried to play it for my birthday like we were like, treat. what? What would, what would Steph like to do right now for her birthday treat? <laughs> we're like, let's let we'll let her play it. We'll let her play it, and we'll play all against her. And we'll <laughs> let her win just for her birthday. And only this one time, you'll let me. Win. Every year, we we get it out for her birthday. <laughs> see any, once a year. <laughs> see any time we let her play it anymore. <laughs> you can stream it one day. I, oh, I should totally stream it one day. Um, yeah, we should have a group session where we just all play Pokemon Stadium again. Done. That's a new one to the list. I will be crying towards the end because I'm so bad. <laughs> Steph will just be... Maniacally laughing. Yeah. Going, Give me the eggs! <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't even really have any facts for this. Aww. It was quite difficult. So I found a couple. Um, in that... Uh, so apparently in this game and only this version of it, not number one, only number two... Um, you can use your own Pokemon from your Game Boy saves. Um, That's cool. So you could have loaded them up. You had like the little link cable, and you could have uh, just added them with your your games, and they're kind of chosen at random to be in the mini games. Um, oh, that's and things cool. Like that. And like, if you had shiny Pokemon, because Gold and Silver came out that time, and so did shiny Pokemon. If you were lucky to have one of those in the in that, you could also use it in this game. So that's clever. Shiny Pokemon in it, which is very cool. Um, and the other one, which is a sad fact, which I'm sad that I'm ending on it on, but it's like, Japan gets no minigames. Japan doesn't really? know the joy of the Pokemon wow. Stadium minigames. They'll never know. I know. And I'm really sad about this, and I feel like they need to they need to know this joy. That, that is a really sad fact. When I eventually manage to get to Japan, I'm taking the N64, and I'm showing Japan the Pokemon Stadium minigames. I just see you arriving with your little N64 in hand. Egg emergency. Waiting for them to be excited, but... They're just kind of like, what the fuck is happening? I'm just going to challenge people to... Why is this soon. white girl shoving her N64 <laughs> in my face? Yeah. It'll be a great time. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah. amazing. I, I feel like that's really poignant and it, it sums you up as well, which is nice. And it sums up a minigame which has affected both of our lives in different ways. <laughs> very, very different ways. <laughs> One, pure joy. The other, hatred and... Frustration. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we're ending on this. Uh, but yeah, that's that's been our mini game episodes, a mini mini episode, mini episode. It has been a mini episode. It's probably the quickest episode we've ever done. Yes, and I'm proud of us for it. I am too. We didn't waffle that much. No, maybe this is what we should do all the time. Maybe I think we'd probably get more shit done. Let us know. Yeah, <laughs> if you prefer it. I mean, we. I mean, I guess if we did a top five quiz and also a top five, I mean that still technically counts as a top five podcast. Right, it's all fives. Lots of probably. fives. It's actually probably more of an actual top five podcast than what we do, because we technically do We do ten, five. yes, but we don't speak about that. Don't. <laughs> but no, it's been good. I've had fun. Yeah, I have also had fun. Um, if they want to have more fun with us, Nikki, where can they go? Uh, Twitter and Instagram, games for 5 Also our website, games5.com. And if you want more stuff from us, our Patreon is available at patreon.com forward slash game till five we've got stuff on there we've got stuff coming that we're actually going to record tonight so if you're into watching us play scary games from our childhood that we may not find scary anymore then go to our patreon and and you can do that yeah you'll find out whether we find it scary or not yeah exactly so you can find that there you can if you leave us a review as well we'd love you very much yeah reviews are the most important we like stars 
So feeds into our mini game. Love. Yes, yes. So that'd be great, but yeah, that's that's it really. That's that's the end of our mini episode. Yeah. Well, good night, Nikki. Good night. Ta-ta and farewell. <laughs>